This episode of the Bubble Lounge is brought to you by Kathy Wall State Farm Agency, voted the best insurance agent in DFW by D Magazine. Visit her website at kathylwall.com and insure the things that matter. And Alto, the better way to ride share. Safe, clean, consistent. Send a text message to 474747 with the word bubble and receive $25 credit towards your first two rides. Alto, everything modern transportation should be. Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. This is Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo. And we just wrapped up the Oscars, and Nellie was there, and she's going to tell us some behind-the-scenes really cool stories about what went on. Tell us, how, how did you get this gig in the first place? Well, so as you know, for local news, I cover restaurants. So I don't know how I came up with this idea. I do, I do have a friend who's a chef, but uh-huh. I had to think of the idea and go pitch it, et cetera. And I, um, okay, so let me start at the beginning. My husband's friends all used to live on his couch in Los Angeles in Venice <laughs> Beach, okay? And they were all working for Wolfgang Puck. This is like 20 plus years ago. Oh, yeah? And they were dirt poor because they made like a dollar. But that it was like training to go on and be chefs everywhere. And now they're all chefs at great restaurants. And one of them actually went back to Puck. So that was my in- initial connection. But I had to pitch myself to them. And since I do restaurants, to me, I think the food they serve and the setup is the most interesting part about the governor's ball or about any party. How they set it up, how they stage it. Because, you know, it's really like they have the governor's ball in this big room that looks like a conference room until it's dripping with gold uh-huh. and all the food set up and the tables and the bar and the cocktails. It looks like a whole different thing. Yeah, sure. Well, um, there's like 1,500 people that attend the governor's ball, right? Yes. How many chefs does it take to feed that many people? They have about two to 300 chefs. Oh, my gosh. And they have about 400 servers. How big is this kitchen? Uh, it's not big. That's a really good question <laughs> because when I'm in there, this has been the third or fourth time I've done this, you know, you have to work around them. They are making dinner for 1,500 people, and they don't care. Okay, so, so you're like dodging carts coming at you and trays mm-hmm. and hot food, et cetera. Um, and it's not a very big kitchen. Literally, it's probably, you know, uh, six times the size of your kitchen. Oh, my gosh. That's insane. I, I can't, know. I can't. I don't know how they can produce that much food. Well, then they've got some back ovens, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But really, that's the size of the kitchen. Yeah. So I bet you have some really good behind-the-scenes stories in that kitchen. Well, I got to tell you, Wolfgang Puck is the biggest flirt. And is he really? Year, oh, he totally is. And this year, it's no wonder he has six wives. Sounds um, like he's working on number seven. I, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he always tries to put me together with the guy I know who's a chef. He's always like, Nelly, he says you're his girlfriend. And he's talking. Like, <laughs> in the middle of the kitchen, he's saying this. I'm like, no, that's hilarious. He pushed it about 10 times this time. And I got to say, he's lovely. He looks great. He's a very handsome, dynamic man. I can see why all these ladies are falling for Wolfgang Puck. Yeah, quite the ladies' man. Yes. Well, we want to hear a lot more, and we'll hear more from Nellie after this quick break. But before we go to break, take out your phone and text 313131 with the keyword bubble, and we'll give you updates on our show. We'll be right back to hear more from Nellie and her adventures from the Oscars. Nellie, you know what freaks me out? Life insurance. Oh, I agree. I am always on the kick for when Chris kicks the bucket that he has insurance because, you know, I just think he should because he's the man. But I always think I don't really want to talk about it because it makes me feel like something's going to happen, which, of course, is unrealistic. Oh, yeah. It's a very uncomfortable subject. In fact, I'm every time I get mad at Sean, I'm just like, I really hope your insurance is up to date and you've got a big (laughs) policy. (laughs) 
So if you want an insurance agent that knows life insurance, then please contact our good friend and show sponsor, Kathy Wall State Farm Agency at 214-350-2692 or visit her website at kathylwall.com. That's K-A-T-H-Y-L-W-A-L-L.com. Thank you, Kathy. Welcome back from the break. So we're sitting here with Nellie, who just got back from the Oscars, and she's going to fill us in on all things Oscars and what goes on behind the scenes. And I want to know what you think about this no host thing that they've been doing for the past couple of years. Okay. Um, I think it was better with a host. And I think because it held the pieces together. Mm -hmm. And if you notice this year, uh, you know, during the ceremony, it went on too long. Yeah. Because instead they had like 20 hosts. So as funny as I think Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig are, they did that joke where they were like, oh, we're acting, we're acting. (laughs) Then they were like, we're crying. And then they kept going. And I understand comedy goes in threes. It's true. I think they went to four and started singing. (laughs) And did anybody notice Billie Eilish's face in the audience? They caught her going... Like, Oops. what the heck? Like, what is this? You know? So um, so I feel like it just dragged on and people weren't that funny. Like, it just, it doesn't make sense. Then you've got, you're switching gears too many times. When you're doing a show, you shouldn't have to switch gears that many times when you're watching hosts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I thought it was so funny when Rebel Wilson and James Corden came out dressed as cats because... As you know, that movie didn't go so well, and they were poking fun at themselves. Oh, my God. Two things on cats. Number one, <laughs> did you see um, Saturday Night Live when they made fun of that? No, it was on, I missed it. was on it. Black Jeopardy. Oh, my God. I bet and, that was great. Uh, and um, Keenan Thompson goes, Idris Elba in a damn cat suit. And I just <laughs> burst out laughing because that was exactly my reaction when I saw that, all that CGI, and they're like... Cat-like. And first of all, no offense, guys out there, I am not a cat fan. I'm allergic (laughs) to cats. And um, I had to see Cats, the musical in New York City, about 11 times when I was a little kid because every relative (laughs) wanted to see it. And I would sit in the front row, like, creeped out that they were all crawling around and scratching. (laughs) So I want to hear more about the Governor's Ball. I don't know much about it. I know it's a very big party. It's fancy, tons of food, tons of celebrities. But Tell me more about it. Okay, so the Academy Awards are in the Dolby Theater, which is about a 100-yard walk from where the Governor's Ball is held. So it's the first party that all the celebrities go to. Um, it's First of all, they shut down that entire area. Like, I always get put up in the hotel because they shut it down for about a week. You can't get in or out unless you belong there. Oh, wow. Nobody's allowed on the premises. And so... Um, What's really unique about it is that's where they get their Oscars engraved. So they have a little section at the governor's ball where no press are allowed, and they go into this little corner with their statuette, and they actually engrave all of it right there. Oh, yeah? So that's huge. And then, like I said, it's the first party. Um, Everybody's there with their original date because not everybody gets invited to the Vanity Fair party, and not everybody goes to Elton John's party afterwards. So this is the one that literally there's almost no excuse not to go to Uh because you're walking 100 yards. Okay, okay. Tell me what an Oscar, an actual Oscar is like. Is it heavy? Or what is it like? It's super heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, Rita Moreno let me hold hers last year. It's like, it's super heavy. It's about 12 ish- inches tall, very, very heavy, black bottom, gold body, and uh, makes a great paperweight, I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> what is the funniest story you've ever heard of like how somebody displayed it? Because I heard of one celebrity that uses it as, as a doorstop. I think that's actually a really good idea because it's heavy. <laughs> no, I think the funniest ones are when people say they put it in their bathroom so that they remain humble. <laughs> Which I think, I, I don't know, it, that might sound sort of obnoxious, but I think I think it's true. Basically, just because you have an Oscar, you know, some people have display cases. Uh-huh. I think it's better if it's just sitting around making an entrance, you where, know? Where would you put yours? I would put mine in Charles's room. 
I would. <laughs> so yeah, so the governor's ball, let me just tell you this. So really, it's just this big conference room, right? And mm-hmm. they decorate it. And it's always gold and black because of the Oscar. Right. Uh, and so this year, it was like dripping with um, with uh, icicles hanging from the ceiling. Oh, how pretty. They set up a bar. There's a food display outside. They always have an orchestra. And it's not, they don't have, I think people think, oh, like Elton John plays. They don't do that. Everybody's relaxing at this point. Okay. Okay. And they want to just have some food because they've been sitting in their chairs for five hours. Hours, yeah. You know? <laughs> so I have a funny story about, you know, a couple times when I covered it, they do invite you to go watch the, um, the rehearsal or to go to the Oscars. Oh, okay. So one time I was at the rehearsals and I was sitting in the balcony. I can't believe I'm going to say this. I probably shouldn't. But <laughs> I was sitting in the balcony and I was sitting with somebody, another um, press person. Was Pee Wee Herman in there or something? No, but I looked ahead of me and I go, oh my God. I said, to, I said to her, oh my God, look, that guy over there, he looks like an old facelift version of Jackie Chan. <laughs> And it was Jackie Chan. <laughs> and that was his wife. <laughs> no, it was not his wife. But it was really Jackie Chan. Oh, And my he gosh. looked completely different. They look a lot different. Yes. Person. A lot. To, like his face, you know, was pulled. Anyway, he's, he looks good. He's in good shape. So like when, <laughs> when you go, is there a buffet? Is it a seated meal? No, there are 400 servers and you are served every three seconds. Oh, my gosh. And they have cocktails and, um, you know, theme cocktails for the year, which they always send out after the party. Like you're not allowed to talk about any of this. You're not allowed to post any of it prior to the actual event. Okay. So I have gotten a few pictures like in there hugging an Oscar, the giant Oscars that Uh are at the parties, but like you have to sneak in and do that because they really don't want any pictures posted. (laughs) And I've seen them take down some of my pictures when I posted them by accident. So they're on it. They're really strict. (laughs) Yeah. So have you ever sat at a table with someone famous? Well, you do, but here's the thing. Like you, you sit with you, you sit with people and you feel like you kind of feel stupid. I would feel awkward. <laughs> you do. Because like, I've been invited to the Vanity Fair party a couple times when I'm on the red carpet. Mm-hmm. I have not been invited to the governor's ball on the red carpet. I've been to the Oscars as an observer. But um, the thing is, you, you kind of feel stupid because people are with their loved ones. It's like Brad Pitt was there with his mother this mm-hmm. year. You yeah. don't want to sit and talk to somebody. He's there with his agent. They literally go in there. I would say everybody's there for maybe an hour and a half and then they move on. Mm-hmm. To the next party. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then it gets a little more comfortable for people like me because then it's a fun party because you don't <laughs> feel like you're sticking out like a sore thumb. Yeah. Have you ever <laughs> seen anyone get really drunk and do something stupid? I have actually not seen anybody get drunk, but uh, I've seen a lot of braggy people. <laughs> But I don't want to say who. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine it can be a pretty robust, prodigious crowd. No, it's it's true. But I mean, it's it's really exciting. It's one of the most. It's one of the best times of the year in Hollywood, and it really is. It's, I like the tradition. For example, like when I'm in Hollywood, I know where the original Oscars were held. They were held right across the street from the Dolby Theater at the Roosevelt Hotel, uh-huh. and it's really cool to go in there and and see their ballroom and say, "Oh my God, the first two Oscars were held here." Oh my gosh, and then that would they be awesome. Yeah, then they moved it to Sunset Tower on Sunset. Boulevard, mm-hmm. and it was held there before um, before the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion, and now um, at Thailand, Hollywood and Highland in the Dolby Theater. So I want to know what you thought of Joaquin Phoenix's speech, and we'll get to that after this short break. 
Martha, you know my home away from home is the airport, right? Yes, it I, is. I travel every week, and I'm really already worried about Thanksgiving travel because you know it's a big, giant hassle as it is, right? Definitely. So there's no way I'm driving to the airport. There's going to be no parking at, at Love Field or DFW, so I am calling Alto. That's why we use Alto, too, especially for the airport. They have great trunk space. They have enough room for six people in the car. It just alleviates so much stress. It really does. It's convenient. It's easy. And here's a tip. Call Alto when you land, and your car will be waiting for you when you walk out the door. They will wait for you as long as you need to. So if you get hung up at baggage claim, they'll still be there waiting for you. So guys, if you're traveling, just call our friends at Alto and take the stress away from the holidays. So I'd like you to take out your phone right now and send a text to 474747 with the keyword bubble. That's B-U-B-B-L-E and get $25 off your first two rides with Alto. Alto, reach your destination on your terms. Welcome back from the break. So when we left off, I was asking Nellie what she thought of Joaquin Phoenix's speech. Tell me what you thought of that. Okay, that's such a good question because I was loving... I am not of the opinion that people should not speak out. Okay, I, I was going to ask you that. I don't, I don't think that. And I know a lot of people do think that. And they're like, they're just actors. They shouldn't say anything. I, don't think, if, I think if it's done right, there's nothing wrong with using your platform in a positive way right? So Brad Pitt did it very well. He slipped in a little comment and that's all he said. Mm -hmm. Joaquin Phoenix struck me as he always has as super emotional and a little crazy. And stable maybe? (laughs) Well, like most of us actors are. Like I I kind (laughs) of, and I kind of felt for him. I was like, look at him being so passionate and raw and letting it all out on stage. And then he said, when we rape cows so we can pour milk on our cereal every morning. Yeah, he lost me there. (laughs) I I was like, "Uh uh-oh, (laughs) uh-oh. And I said to my husband, I go, he just jumped the shark. <laughs> like yeah. It's too much. Yeah, he had his moment that he like he could have pulled it off, but yeah, that got a little too much taking aim at the dairy farmers. What do you think about that though? What's what's your uh, opinion on the whole speaking up at award shows? I don't really like it, but if it's worked in like Brad Pitt did, I think that's fine. But I don't like it when they ramble on and on and on. I mean, he is, yeah. he really went off left and right and every which way and. If he could have just like wrapped it up in a nice little package and, and snuck it in there, I, that would have been fine for me. But yeah. I'm not a fan of Joaquin anyways. Like ever since Gladiator, his role in Gladiator, he just, that character just disturbed me for some reason. Yes. And I can't get past it. So I don't like him, even though I recognize he's a very talented actor. So um, I went in with not a very open mind to, to hear what he had to say. But what I did like is his tribute to his brother, River. Yes. And um, then he thanked everyone for giving him a second chance because he recognized that he's been difficult to work with. Yes. I could only imagine. But he's a little nutty. He lives in Laurel Canyon. He lives <laughs> near our house. And so he's been there for years and everybody knows he's a little nutty. Like you kind of see him at the local Canyon Country store or whatever and he's a little crazy. Well, I would, little cray-cray. I would think probably to be a really amazing actor that you had to be a little bit nutty. That just kind of goes. Well, I think the all territory. actors are nutty, but I do think <laughs> there's a preponderance of people with, uh, with, um, bipolar disorder in, in Hollywood. <laughs> um, I, so what do you think of the awards themselves? Like, did you think they were well-deserved? Well, I didn't see Parasite and I really want to see it now. Mm-hmm. So I loved, uh, Pong John. Pong. Pong John Ho. Bong Jung Ho. <laughs> I loved his acceptance speech. He was just so cute and humble, and he seemed genuinely surprised that he won what he won. And um, so I'm dying to see it. I saw it, and I said it would sweep the Oscars. Like Did I you? totally thought it would because it's such a commentary on social class, and it's so multi 
leveled and you're not going to believe it. You're not, it's nothing what you think it is. It's just nothing like that. So I thought it was great and I loved his speech. Um, I love underdogs. So I'm always glad when underdogs uh-huh. win, yeah. including Renee Zellweger, because she is an underdog in a lot of ways. Yes. You know, she, and she was kind of off the radar for a really long time. And then she's really come back with a bang. Like she's um, a Texas girl. She went to yes. UT. So we love her for that. She's a Texas girl. She, she, her speeches are a little crazy too. A little <laughs> rambly. Let's yeah, be honest. She, she did. And what I thought was funny is she really turned on that Texas accent. Did you notice that? Yes, I did. It was kind She's of, been doing that. It was kind of cute, kind of endearing. Yeah. But I liked how she, uh, you know, Judy Garland never won an Oscar and she said, this is for you. But here's the deal. Do you know that there's like tension between her and Liza Minnelli, Judy Garland's oh. daughter? Yeah. Judy Garland did not want the picture made and, um, and flat out said that. Oh, wow. So, and when people asked her what she thought of it, she said, I'm glad she enjoyed making the movie. Oh my gosh. That's all she said. So, yeah. so there is tension about it. And I think she didn't want that side of her mother exposed. See, this is so fun having you, you like have the behind the scenes <laughs> scoop. I love it. What did you think of the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I love that movie and I love old Hollywood and I love anything that's homage to old Hollywood. And in fact, whenever I do girls trips or people come to LA, I always take them on this tour of old Hollywood and most of them are like, can we just go get cocktails? Oh my gosh. What about the beach? And I'm like, I love it. I love all that. I want to go with you. Yeah. So that movie, did you like that movie? I loved it. I loved it. So stylized. So do you think that Brad deserved it? Best Supporting Actor? I do. And I don't know why everybody's so up in arms about that. I thought he was really good in it. And it's supporting. It wasn't a lead actor. Yeah, I did too. I loved him and Leo together in that movie. I thought they had really great chemistry and the whole stuntman thing. It was was a great angle. I agree. And I'm not a big bombshell fan. So I was kind of pleased that some of the characters in that weren't nominated. I didn't, I, I, I thought it was, it was like a made for TV movie. I did not think that movie should have at all been included in the Oscars. Yeah, I can see that. So let's talk about the fashion. Come on. Oh my gosh. Yes. I love the dresses. Charlize Theron in that black Dior. She always wears Dior and she, it was just such a unique gown. It was just beautiful on her. Okay. So my favorite, I love Penelope Cruz in her Spanish style dress. Mm-hmm. She like, always looks wonderful. She always looks great. And it was really like, like a Spanish dancer dress, uh-huh. you know, yeah. which looked so cute on her being that she is Spanish. And I love Laura Dern's black and white dress. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have talked about that one. She did, however... Look like the lamp from a Christmas story <laughs> with the little tassels hanging on, which you know is my costume for the ugly Christmas sweater party. So I'm familiar with it. Um, and my other favorite was um, Cynthia Erivo. I loved her white, edgy, crazy dress. I don't remember that one. It was, oh, wait. Oh, it was like fitted and swirly. Yes, and yes. That was extremely unique. It was like, really I've never unique. seen anything like that. But now here are the ones that I really hated. <laughs> okay. Sandra O oh looked like a poodle. <laughs> Seriously. Like that was the worst dress ever. There was a lot going on there. I would agree. I know. I thought it was the Westminster dog show. Oh. And then um, <laughs> Billie Eilish looked like a slob. Okay. She always looks like that. I have seen her twice in concert and the girl, she doesn't want to conform to anything and she yeah. does not want to dress particularly feminine, I guess you could yeah. say, but she is amazingly talented. No, she's really talented, except if I had to be locked in a room and listen to more than three of her songs in a row, <laughs> I'd probably have a seizure <laughs> because they're all like, well, I, I just wonder, you know, Gucci dressed her and that's not really Gucci's style to be all big and baggy like that. Well, I don't know. I mean, do you watch Blackish? I don't, but Sean does. Okay. So Sean does. So all their costumes are Gucci and they're kind of like that. To me, I, I look at them 
them and I say, oh, that's cool. If I had a billion dollars, I might buy that sweater with <laughs> ugly cats on it as a joke. Because some of it is kind of jokey. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, I went yeah. into the store with Alexis over the weekend at North Park and they had a sweatshirt that had Mickey Mouse on it and a big Gucci logo on it. $1,500 for That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Is it's kind of like, like... I mean, you, you just, just have, have to, to have money to throw away. You just have to want to be silly and wear it once. Okay. <laughs> then the other thing is Greta Gerwig, the director of Little Women, uh-huh. her dress was awful. And they kept focusing on her the whole show because <laughs> she was crying and enjoying it all so much. It was a little bit like, okay, okay. I know you're weeping for everybody. You're in a club that nobody else is in. <laughs> Stop weeping. Just sit there in your seat. But she was wearing the ugliest sort of like brownish, greenish dress that looked like a bad prom night. It was just <laughs> awful. Yeah, I always wonder what people are thinking. Obviously, they spend a lot of time, money, and effort trying to look amazing for this special night. And some people pull it off really well, and some people just fail. And I'm like, what are they thinking when they look in that mirror? Well, you know what I think? I think just like us, like everybody, you look good in a couple of things. You know, mm-hmm. everybody knows that once you like you're 40. Certain cuts. Yes, that you kind flatter of your body. This looks more good on me. Yeah. yeah. So you you should that's why when people say, Oh, that person wears the same thing all the time, I'm like, I get it. It looks good on them. Yeah. Like, you know? I loved Regina King's blush dress. It was by mm-hmm. Versace. She that was has beautiful. really, really good arms and shoulders mm-hmm. and it really accentuated those. Like she looked so beautiful to me. She did. And I I love that color is beautiful on a woman of color. Uh-huh. With darker skin. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like I you and I would look so washed out and not, yeah. <laughs> that would not be our color for sure. But yeah, I don't think tints flatter anybody's figure. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't. So I have a totally unrelated question for you. The other day, somebody was complaining on Facebook about the way people pronounce Martin Scorsese's name. Did I say it right? No. <laughs> tell it, teach us how to say it right. Shudo will tell you how to pronounce Scorsese. It's Scorsese. Scorsese. Sezi. Sezi. Mm-hmm. Okay, got that, everyone? Yeah, Sezi. Scorsese. Okay, thank you for clearing that up. I don't remember who that was, but she was really riled up about it. So I just want to go back quickly to the food for one second yeah. and just say... What they serve was 70% plant-based, thinking yeah, of your daughter. I heard about that. Which is pretty interesting. Like, And everything is beautiful. It was like sushi made of vegetables. And then they had some fish dishes, and they do do Wagyu beef and things like that. But mm-hmm. black truffle pot pie. Wolfgang Puck really is a staple of what of, of cuisine, California cuisine. He, yeah. he made it up, basically, yes, even did. though it had been right. there for a while. And even though he's Austrian. And I feel <laughs> like I feel like that's what makes it so special. It's uh-huh. so California. It's so Hollywood. Yes. And he's been doing it for years. Yeah. Well, it probably made Joaquin pretty happy, huh? Yes. Being plant-based and Exactly. <laughs> Nellie, thank you so much. This has been so fun to hear you tell the tales of the Oscars. I hope someday that I can go, too. Maybe I can get you to go with me next year. Please do. Okay. Uh, And I wanted to say to people, if you want to watch the videos, the interviews with Wolfgang Puck, you can see them on our website. They're really good. And we'll post them on there for you. It's more interesting details about the food. And you'll catch him flirting with Nelly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, that's been another episode of The Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nelly Shudo. And we'll catch you next time.